0: Lee, thank you so much for joining. He's a comedian, a podcaster, an entrepreneur, the one and only Lee Saya. Thank you so much, Johan.
1: Can I? Are you are you for hire? Can I just bring you around? And every time I come into the room, you can give me that intro.
0: Anytime, I'll tour with you as long as uh, you get me another bed in the hotel room. Oh no, I'm, I'm not talking
1: go. about that. I'm talking about going to like Dunkin' Donuts and like <laughs> coming into this Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> The entrepreneur, lee that's right that that's right yeah touring i don't want to do that i want i just want i just want every time i come in somewhere you just be like welcome to <laughs> denny's it's lee
0: science how's it going buddy good man uh it's great to have you on the podcast thank you for having me on the podcast you boosted my numbers i got the lee Saya bump
1: well hey i'll, I'll be isn't is that what colbert does he gives like the fist there yeah i'll right. i uh it was it's funny it's um with podcasting sometimes like you think you know how a podcast is gonna do or you think like oh if I have a big name guest on I'll get a ton of listens or if I have someone on who people might not have heard of I'll get none and you got more uh listens and I got more feedback from your episode than people with like hundreds of thousands and like really big youtube and other followings and it's uh it it's kind of cool to like be uh surprised by by the reaction and we just we met on instagram you just you contacted me on instagram and we started talking and uh it was a a happy mistake it was it's been it's been a fun few months knowing you
0: yeah no, it's been awesome. And uh, I've loved seeing you like in the transition period. I've been so impressed by you getting to know you, uh, you know, and you've been helping me with the podcast and uh, a bunch of different things. And just like you're doing comedy, you've started your own podcast. I think you've started two podcasts. You lost a hundred uh, pounds. You look. You went from Lee syat to Lean Syatt.
1: I'll I'll take it. I'll okay. take it. Uh, i'll I'll come on again in a few months when i lose <laughs> another 50 and i'll just do it without a shirt all right i'll do it too we'll okay work. well you're already we'll sure there you're already no, no, there. no 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 i got it. i gotta take off there. your shirt right now sean no, take I couldn't it off do it. I couldn't you do son it. of a gun but i'll give you yeah, oh, they're I'll do it. We got, oh we got the beautiful. same we got the same chest hair
0: that's right <laughs> the armenian and the jew chest hair
1: yeah, we're we're uh, we're a hairy bunch. At least you have hair on the top
0: of your head. I don't know how you got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I have way too much hair everywhere. So I gotta Oh dude, okay.
1: I I will like have clogged so many dr- I have two man groomers at home, which is like the it looks like a back scratcher, but it, it buzzes everything off. Yeah. But apparently, uh they're not a sponsor of me anyway, so and I, I try, so screw them. But uh <laughs> I've had I've had girls tell me like Just don't do it anymore because apparently it makes it all prickly. Like I thought, I thought, but like I, I have no hair on my head and it looks like I'm wearing a sweater in public. (laughs) Like it's just the worst.
0: Do you have like areas you do and then others you're just like, no, I got to let that go? Oh,
1: to shave? I I try every couple months, I'll get a bug up my butt and like do the show. I do, I just, it's, there's no like, areas where the only areas luckily i guess that don't have hair like the sides the sides are pretty fine but it's just i have to decide a place on the shoulders the arms to start and then i just take the whole back off and uh it's good for two three weeks and then it starts coming back and it's just i got i got the i got the low the short end of the of the hair stick unfortunately
0: hey you you have you have strengths in other areas uh, well let's hope people. so yeah and uh you know i was i was saying that you know i'm i've been really impressed by you know all the stuff that you're doing and then i was i heard the stuff uh your recent podcast with joey you guys were kind of explaining all the things that you guys were doing how has the transition been i mean you know your podcast is growing you have two podcasts growing uh, you have a consulting business uh, that you've started. I mean, so many cool thing, things are opening up. Have you been excited with this transition and the new growth? I'm sure in the beginning, it was really tough, but it seems like you're really catching your stride.
1: Well, uh, thank you. Um, it's, uh, and I think, I, I don't think I'm uh, u- unique in this way at all. Uh, change is very scary to me. I'm I'm a big uh, like I should have, I didn't like the school I went to for college, but I didn't, mm. I didn't transfer just because I just didn't want to go through that process. Um, it was very scary when I first uh, made the transition from uh, editing. I, I I, was in the post-production world of reality TV shows. And then I made the switch to just working for Joey. Mm. I, when I first had it happen, I, got really paranoid about, about not having like a, a set amount of money mm-hmm. coming in. So I, I spent like two or three days doing all those surveys you do online. And I made like 18 cents. Mm-hmm. So like it, something similar. Um, it is definitely scary going from a well-known podcast, making a, a good living um, and, and being on your own and then being 32 uh, crashing with your parents to almost no income. Um, but it's, it's been a fun and an exciting year. And I still have a ways to go. I'm, I'm not a uh, rich by any means. And luckily I, my parents are, are cool with me staying with them for a little bit, but I'd, I'd like to be out by the end of this year. Right. Um, so it's, um, it's been a learning process. I've made mistakes. And, and again, like I said, I'm not, it's not anywhere near, uh, where I want to be, but it's um it's just fun you know with with, with podcasting like you go from having no sponsors to maybe you get one and then now it's av- like it's almost a year in and i finally started picking up a few sponsors and and uh it's just been uh it's cool to see like this is the first time I've been like fully fully self employed not taking money from anybody else uh, and i mean i was it wasn't a handout i was working for it but like i always either had a boss or something like that and this is the first time where like i'm the boss and it's uh it's a lot it's it's i'm not gonna lie it's there are times where i uh miss just having a boss be like here's what you're doing today right and you do that and you know exactly how much money you're gonna get and right and and you know when you're gonna be done working but uh it's also, there's a lot of benefits to it.
0: Yeah, and you gotta do everything on your own. Like to your point about like, sometimes just getting a check, that was the big transition for me too, of like leaving corporate life, starting my own thing is, you know, even small things you have to take care of that take a lot of time, that don't make you any money is just like small, tedious things because the whole thing has to be run by you. Eventually, yeah, you can bring a team in and hire different people to do different things. But that initial bootstrap phase of like doing everything on your own, I totally resonate with what you're saying. And it's not, it's not easy by any means. With that being said, I think it makes you like have so many more tools in your arsenal. And when you do scale things up, knowing how everything had to work and you know all the different pieces and components to it, um, I think you can go that much further with it.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, there's a lot more freedom that I have. It's um, it, it's a double-edged sword though. So like if I wanted to take a day off or come into the office a little bit later, I'm not going to get in trouble, right. but it's, um, it's also like if, if I worked like uh, for like, like, just, let's just go back to when I was working on TV shows. America's if I funniest called in videos, right. Yeah. That was, one that, of, was that was yeah. one of them. That was the first job out, At out of college kitchen right that, that was those are the two big ones and caesar milan but in, and a bunch of shitty ones but um if i called in sick the work would still probably someone else would do it or or they'd postpone something but if i if i stay home and and eat cheetos and, and watch tv all day like I i really would prefer to uh i'm really only hurting myself
0: right You know, that's a really good point. And how about with like comedy now or things? So um, you're kind of back and forth different places. Are you back on the road? Like, I know you're doing the podcast thing, the consulting thing. I saw videos of you going out and doing uh, stand up. Are you doing that more? Are you doing that weekly? Like how how often are you out there?
1: It's uh, I'm I'm in a I'm in a unique uh, position for stand up. I started it. I should be in, in the, my, the middle of my fourth year, but I'm, I'm really only in the middle of my third because I, I had to take it 14 months off. Um, and I've always loved stand-up as a fan, and I, I really do enjoy doing it. Uh, I did a, a weekend in Austin. I did a the video you saw was an open mic I did in Denver, and I'm doing them slowly around here, mm. but... Um, if I had to guess, stand up will be more of like a a hobby mm. and fun thing for me. I really do enjoy it. I've I've done some great shows and I've done fairly well for the the amount of time I've been in I'm I'm only like I said, barely in my third year, mm. so I'm even like compared to real comedians, I'm not that good. But for my level, I'm okay but to be honest it's um one thing that this period has shown me is like it gave me a lot more respect for all of my friends and even people i don't know Hmm. who work full-time jobs and then do comedy at night and i'm doing it a couple times a week um there's not as much opportunity out here as there was in LA, like close by. So it's about an hour usually if I want to go do a mic, uh, like just a drive and then the whole mic process. Um, but I also, I'm not old by any means. I know I look older with no hair, but I'm only, I'm about <laughs> to be 33. And I just, frankly, as much as I like doing stand up, i i dislike being broke more
0: mm.
1: like there's a lot of comics you'll hear about who live in their car who like will crash on a couch
0: yep i i,
1: I don't really have that in me if i if i was of a, a full-time comedian and it got to the point where i was going to live in my car i would have given up yep. i just i i i gotta be honest i would have applied to a job somewhere else i would have driven for uber i would have done Mm. i i i'm too uh soft to do that so as much as i love it and it's uh, i love making friends doing it and i'll do shows and who knows if if i if i uh get lucky and and I, i start doing the road like professionally and it just works and i would do it but i um I also kind of enjoyed doing it more as a as a hobby. I mm. I got to spend a lot of time with a lot of comedians and I also like one of my favorite things to watch was stand-up specials. That's how I I got into stand-up uh as a fan. Right. And it's a weird thing but be, when I was doing more stand-up it kind of ruined specials for me because mm. either I, I didn't enjoy the the comedy anymore or be like i I didn't enjoy their comedy or it was a mixture of I would either start writing for them in my head and not be able to pay attention or I didn't want to uh, get inspired by a premise and then essentially steal a joke. Mm. so i I stopped watching it. and um I I I want to enjoy it. It's, it's not something that I, I I'm just being realistic with myself. I don't see it being like my full-time profession.
0: Yep. That's such an honest take. And um, I, I totally get what you're saying. Um, And it's not easy. I could see how you've probably seen so many comedians go through a brutal lifestyle to try yeah. and get gigs. And it's, it's probably tough to watch too. Um, it's,
1: it is. I mean, there's been a lot of comedians who die very young and there's also, I've been around some of the best comedians in the world and I'm not, this isn't a blanket statement. There are some of them who are very happy, but there's also a lot of them that I've met, or even if I haven't met them, I've I've been around or heard stories on other podcasts where they work for 15, 20 years, maybe to be be one of the best and they don't seem too happy they're very isolated they're alone a lot of the time mm. they uh they it, it, and I wasn't this isn't stand up comedy related but just being in the entertainment world one of the t- last times my mom came to visit me in LA she said like do you have a, a, many people who you can trust here mm. and i just did like it's it's a very um It's a it's a it's a dangerous uh, world to be in, because when you're and I, I I experienced a very small version of this, when when you can help people like with me, when I could have and I couldn't have because I knew better. But um, people might have thought that if they were nice to me or did something for me, they'd they'd get on the podcast with Joey or even further, like I could help them meet Joe Rogan, even though. I don't have Joe Rogan's number. I I'm, I can't do anything for that. But th- there's the uh, uh, illusion that that could happen, right. and when and then when that goes away, people stop answering your calls or stop doing things, and and you see that now with comedians, either with agents or their right. friends, when something good or bad happens, whether they're being canceled or maybe they're just not as uh, popular anymore, right? Their their agency drops them their wife, the wife or husband leaves them, their friends don't come on their podcast anymore, whatever. Um, I, my mom said something when I was like, God, I was probably in middle school because she was driving us to school. And I'll, I, I was around that age, maybe a little younger or older, but I'll never, she said like on the drive, I remember we were leaving the driveway and she goes, I would rather be rich than be famous. And I, I i like doing what i'm doing with the podcast i really do enjoy it and um i enjoy helping people with their own podcasts but in 10 20 years do i want to be uh getting high on the internet probably not if if i had if if i could uh make a wish and 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 look at myself when I'm turning 45. So in 12 years, I'd like to be well off and happy. And you know, whether that means I'm, I'm selling insurance or, or doing some consulting or who knows what I'll be doing then back hair modeling, whatever, whatever's big (laughs) in 12 years. Um, I, I, I don't, I just, I, I want to make sure that what I'm working towards is, uh, is going to be me happy and not, cause it's, and I, I don't know, it's different for different people, mm-hmm. but for me, a big goal of mine when I was younger and still is, but I'm getting better at it. I was always very focused on the money mm-hmm. and it was all I really cared about. And I think something that, uh, the past year, like the pandemic, uh, has taught me at least is like, if if I could have enough money to be happy, that's more important than being super wealthy. I mean, like I said, I, I'd like to be able to, I'd love, I'd love to be able to go to get a steak whenever I want and right. go to vacations and you have to be pretty well off to do that. But I don't, I don't want to get to a place where I'm working 80 hours, a hundred hours a week, nonstop, just Because I can, and I can have a a ton of money, but no time to spend it. Hmm. So like I'm, I'd like to find a happy medium.
0: Yeah, no, I I think that's, that's really spot on. And what your mom's advice to you, I think is a real one. Actually, that's why I'm leaving LA. I have the same, I have the same kind of vibe your mom does um, on this whole place. There's a lot of that in the crypto world too, which is really interesting what you're saying. Like, who can you trust here? A lot of people just, are do a lot of bad stuff and right. you expect this trust and there isn't trust in the community. And so like, that's, that's also what I'm seeing here. And it's so good when you can find a group of people that are loyal ride or die kind of people that, you know, like, there's no like smoke screen. It's just person to person. You're talking to that person. It's a real conversation versus there being an agenda behind everything that you're talking about.
1: Oh yeah. That's huge. And, and, I don't know about you, but I, I struggle with, um, like I I used to try it as a joke and it didn't work, but it's just the truth. I can't, I, I like documentaries, but I really can't watch them because I'm, I remember in fourth grade, my teacher told me, um, he said, you're, Hey, look, gullibles written on the ceiling. And of course I looked and I'm, I'm the most gullible person in the world if a documentary tells me that the moon is made of cheese and, mm. and, uh, aliens put, put it there, I'd believe, I just believe what people say and I'm getting better at it. I'm, but it's, and it's tough in LA because people are nice and they, 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 they say nice things to you and they, they, they seem like good people, but right. it's, um, it's sometimes hard to see people's true, uh, character until until like you can't do something for them
0: right i couldn't have said it better um i have a question for you like people may say why would you ask Lee that question i and and my answer would be i think i would love to know lee's answer to this question oh boy okay which is um so in my previous youtube video which got 53 views thank you audience for giving me tons of views on that but i made a bitcoin price prediction for the end of the year and okay. I, g- I gave a hundred k uh price prediction for bitcoin by the end of the year so i wanted to know i'm just looking up the price now what is lee syatt's bitcoin price prediction for the, end of the year <laughs> we know this isn't financial advice No, Uh, trust me. You
1: should. I'm
0: just gonna (laughs) let your listeners
1: know. Whatever I say, you should probably do the opposite.
0: Okay. Um, So it's thirty-one thousand right now. The price is currently thirty-one thousand. I have a hundred thousand prediction. Some gold bugs, people that love gold, thinks it's going to zero. Uh, Where Where do you Where do you see Bitcoin by end of 2021?
1: That is a hard. I mean, I I might have to ask you why you're asking me this question. Um. I, I apologize. I was not one of your 53 viewers. Do you mind giving <laughs> me a, like a very brief uh, reason why you believe it's going to hit 100K?
0: Okay, so I will. So there was a recent article that came out that basically said there was an increase in inflation, some, some metric that they looked at that said 5.4% um, increase in inflation. They're going to be printing trillions of dollars, we have not seen at all the effects of what happened to COVID to small businesses. So there'll be more money printed for that. Where's that money coming from? They're literally printing it. So money and all the things that you buy is gonna be uh, worth so much less. Your dollar is gonna be worth so much less. So you're gonna say, oh, I have so much more money, but if gas prices become eight, nine, $10, who cares if you have so much money? Bitcoin has a finite supply of 21 million. The more inflation goes up, the more the value of Bitcoin goes up.
1: Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I mean, I guess in theory, even you'll have more value in your Bitcoin, but then it'll still be like you won't. Inflation will still be there. Right. Um, It, I wish I heard about Bitcoin on the Joe Rogan experience somewhere around 2012, 2013. And if I had uh, bought into it back then, I would already be at the in the Cayman Islands. Um but <laughs> you would have
0: owned the Cayman Islands if you yeah, I island. would
1: have. Yeah. Oh my god. God damn. But I here's my problem. I'm I'm not the kind of person like if, if I had like let's just say I'd invested a hundred bucks and I turned it into 5000 five
0: thousand,
1: mm-hmm. ten even ten, I probably would have sold it all, Yuck. which would have killed like I, I bought into it right before it w- took off and I made like two grand like three or four years ago. And I sold some of it, but I, I, I have just under one tenth of one Bitcoin. Um, and then I, it, it crashed and I just kept it cause I figured might as well keep it. And I should have been putting more into it. And I didn't, um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with 75,000
0: cause it's already, wow. hit
1: si- it's already hit 60. Okay. Um, and it seems like there there is a dip and like the last dip, seemed like it took at least like two to three years I think to I, somewhere around there it took a yeah. while, because it, it was around three grand. I wish I'd bought it when it was three grand, um, but I didn't. Um, I'm gonna say it's gonna yeah I think I'll, I'll say 75 and it'll go up from from the high of 60, um, but I uh, to go from what did you say it's now is at 30.
0: It's 31 right now.
1: Yeah. I think to go from 30 to a hundred is a big jump. Um, and again, you know, a lot more about like how many bit, uh, bitcoins are minted every year and, yep. and the supply and, and all that stuff. I'm, I'm just thinking it, it makes sense. And I know that there's countries allowing it and I know Tesla was allowing it, but it's no longer allowing it. Um, it it seems like we're at the beginning of a, a crypto like it, it it sort of reminds me uh sort of when i got into podcasts mm. i didn't get into podcasts first but like it, it's it's at the point where it's a lot more there's a lot more um awareness of it yep. Yep. and i think that there's a still a long way for it to go um I think people like my parents are a little bit too skeptical of it. And I mean, it makes sense. So I don't know, like it might be, it might take 15, 20, whatever years for it to be like very widely accepted. Um, But I mean, it's gone from what in the past five years, it's, it's gone from like, I don't know. What, what was it five years ago? A hundred bucks?
0: Yeah. A few hundred bucks. Yeah. Maybe even less at some so, point. So yeah. yeah,
1: I, I, I think I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm a big believer in the crypto market. I, the, the specific coins, it seems like Bitcoin is the most popular. Um, so that makes sense. I, I have 1.1 Ethereum. So wow. I'm hoping that Ethereum wow. goes to 75,000. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but yeah I, I i'll just say that i'll say 75k just to undercut you a little bit okay we'll, we'll, well i'll come in i'll come on again towards the end of the year and we'll play like prices right rules who was closer
0: okay okay and so here here's the rule how about winner the closest and it, and there's no there's no uh so if i overshoot it but i'm closer what happens then
1: well i guess
0: if it's 90 well, well, k. well let
1: me ask you let me ask you a question what, what are you going to say the winner gets? Because if, if you're going to tell me the winner buys dinner, then sure, yeah. you can get it. But if the winner owes to the other person a Bitcoin, then no, if you go over your okay. if it goes over, then you're not you're not allowed. It <laughs> depends. It depends on what the, uh, the the wager is.
0: OK, since you like steak, what will bet a steak dinner? OK, Um, by the end of the year. And, and uh,
1: if I lose, we're going to Sizzler
0: sizzler oh that's fine i like <laughs> i haven't been i
1: just i just imagined it wasn't as good if i, <laughs> I trust me if i win we're, if i win we're gonna go to Morton's and we're gonna we're gonna uh, okay. have a fresh cow brought in
0: yeah absolutely i mean if it's 100k i'll take you to i'll take you to dubai for steak okay D- it's it's recorded 75 <laughs> it, you know
1: yeah. yeah it's recorded
0: if it, <laughs> if i if
1: i lose if i if i win then uh then we're going to dubai I'm not trust me i'm not flying coach <laughs>
0: Okay, so this is going to end up costing me one bitcoin anyways.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. So, oh god, easy. Yeah. You think it's going to get cheaper once we get to Dubai? I'm going a
0: leopard. <laughs> oh my god. By the way, did you watch the McGregor fight? Oh yeah. Okay, so give me your thoughts on the McGregor fight.
1: What do you what do you, I, you think I McGregor's knew, done? Uh, done is a uh, I knew Poirier, well, I didn't know. I I assumed Poirier was going to win because I didn't place a bet. I even said that to the person I was watching it with. Cause I, if I bet the person I bet on is going to lose. And if I don't bet the person who I would have bet on, was going to win? Mm. Um, do I think McGregor's done? Again, dude, look at me. I was, uh, I was 200 pounds overweight and I, I don't, I've never, I haven't run in 15 years. He's an amazing athlete. He's a great entertainer. Um, it's weird like the entertainment side of it i get as a person doesn't seem like he'd be my favorite person to hang around with but then again if he's buying steak dinners in dubai maybe i would but um <laughs> I, I, it like we were talking about earlier about like about like you know coming to the office uh when, when you're the only one when you're the one in charge if i made a tenth of what he's made which i'm assuming is close to 200 million dollars by now Yep. between uh proper 12 he sold his stake in it the mayweather fight in the ufc like let's let's just assume he's made 200 million yeah let's even say 150 if i had made if i had 15 million in the bank i wouldn't put on pants for the rest of my life yeah like not even close so the fact that he's trying he hasn't it has it wasn't like a CM Punk scenario where it was embarrassing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's fighting the best. Yep. Uh, if that's I to, if I'm being honest, and I, that's not even my point. I feel like that was maybe DC's point. Um, I I forget. I saw that on a clip somewhere. But he the it's right. He's fight. He's been fighting the best. If I'm being honest, as an amateur judge, I thought he lost the second DS fight. Though I've only watched it once, so I haven't watched it back in a few years. But as the fight was going, I thought he lost it, but you never know. Hmm. Um, I'm not going to say the Cowboy fight was fixed. I don't think Cowboy would do that, but it it just seemed kind of weird. Like, like the shoulder, like a few shoulder things would really. Yeah, it just seemed odd. Um, so he hasn't had a great showing in a while. Um I think his best fight recently was probably the Mayweather fight. Um, I, If I had to guess, maybe he'd fight a couple more times, maybe do another Poirier and or Diaz one, make as much money as possible. I could see him running his own promotion, yep. um, opening up a chain of schools. But it just depends on my question for it is how much is is he is he is he helping his brand out more by continuing to fight or is he risking like losing all of his fans because it like like this honestly was probably a savior for him a little bit because it gave him the out that oh if i had not yeah. broken my leg i would have i would have beat him or something so like this kind of like it was almost like a draw almost like his fans his loyal fans will probably look at it like he got robbed and it was just unlucky um but i my, my worry if i were him and like i said i would have sold bitcoin a lot earlier even before like thirty thousand when i hit 30 the first time or 20 um my worry if i were him which i would love um would be if I lose to Poirier again and let's just say he goes from Poirier to Diaz and loses those two fights has he dramatically hurt his brand quote-unquote or will his fans stick with him with two more losses and and he'll retire like it's I was going to tweet this but I just didn't really and I probably shouldn't say but whatever um I didn't feel like getting attacked by the McGregor uh, fans, Mm. but to me watching that fight, it reminded me of Ronda Rousey and Ronda was amazing at first. Mm. And um, then the competition kind of caught up to her, but she was one of the biggest stars and known around the world. And I think McGregor is even bigger than she was. Maybe not. I don't know. I think at, at least on the same level, if not bigger. Um, but it seems like he, uh, his his like time being the best, is a little bit past. And then even if you even if you go back, and I to be honest, like I didn't see the first Poirier or Holloway fight. I've seen them since, but I didn't. I didn't see him going up. Um, if you even go back to the aldo fight he kind of got lucky mm. in a way he was he's a, he was a great fighter and he like he had to throw the punch but like that that quick of a knockout like his best performance that i saw was eddie alvarez yeah that was a great performance um and he didn't get destroyed in the diaz fights i don't think but I just I, I I I look at him more now as a amazing entertainer and and businessman than I look at him, at him being one of the best fighters.
0: Yeah, I think your Ronda Rousey Ronda Rousey comparison is spot on, um, and he's a great entertainer. He is going to have a great post li- uh, fight life. Uh, I think he should go into YouTube boxing. Uh, fight both the paul brothers pick up another hundred oh god he would
1: he that would be a legitimate murder yeah like that wouldn't even be like that would be if if i were the paul brothers attorneys i would not allow them (laughs) like he would he could beat the paul brothers like drunk and with forgetting his like one of his gloves at home yeah like and i i I know nothing i
0: logan was in the ring with mcgregor he lasted
1: you mean mayweather
0: uh, Mayweather. Excuse me. Yeah. He
1: and again, guys, look at me. I I feel like I'm the exact keyboard warrior that everyone <laughs> hates. So I'm not. I couldn't last thirty seconds, even if I'm not saying Floyd took took a dive, and he didn't dive. He didn't lose.
0: Yeah.
1: But I think the Floyd in that fight versus the Floyd if he was gonna fight McGregor again or pacquiao or a legitimate a legitimate fight right were two different floyds i th- mm. i think i th- yeah, i think i think floyd is a brilliant businessman and was like how much effort do i have to put in that people won't complain mm. but am i going to like like i i honestly think and some people would have loved it but if if Floyd had gone in there and in two rounds or a round or whatever, just completely knocked uh, Logan Paul out for the amount for the amount of money they spent on the pay per view, I think some people might have been upset. Um, so and I, now, I went
0: to the fight and I wasted all right. my money. Yeah, it's
1: okay. Well, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know if that was public knowledge. And, yeah, and it's um. So. Yeah, it. <laughs> well, it, it, it's a spectacle, and and hey, uh, when Bitcoin hits seventy five k, you'll be fine. You'll get <laughs> you'll get that money back. But um, yeah, it, I uh, that that just goes back to like the whole L A thing, and like I know the Paul brothers don't live there anymore, or I, I don't think they do. Yeah. I um, at, it just feels a little gross. Like it, it, it almost and I, and I didn't pay for the Mayweather fight. I did pay for the Ma- McGregor uh, card, but um, it just feels like they know that we're suckers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like it's almost like you know how they say like the lottery is a dumb tax.
0: Mm.
1: It almost feels and I and try, I bought a scratcher two nights ago. <laughs> I'm an idiot, um, but I it just feels like they're like, okay, because like Logan Paul didn't get picked for his boxing boxing skill. He got picked because of his millions of followers. Right, And it feels like Mayweather's like, well, I will bring in this amount of pay-per-views no matter who I fight. Hmm. And Logan's fans, uh, other than the few who might know of the McGregor fight, are so young that they don't know who I am. Right. So he's going to bring in X amount of, of pay-per-view buys Mm. and I'll make what, I don't even know what he made. Like he probably made a hundred million dollars for a night's work. I mean, I know he had to promote it and this and he, he does. I, I have no issue with him deserving whatever he got paid, but it just, there's literally decades of world-class movies and tv shows former fights current uh legitimate pro sports it just to spend that amount of money on something that at best is and they even called it an exhibition it was. at best it's like a sparring between like i it, it, i would rather see like and i didn't pay for it but like the, the Tyson Roy jones Jr. thing mm-hmm. seemed like that. I could see something like interesting to watch. And like maybe they even do a talk on boxing mm-hmm. after. Yep. Or like, I don't know, Tiger Woods versus, uh, what's his name, Mickelson? Mm-hmm. Like in 20 years when they're 60 or 70 or I don't even know how old they'll be. And if they want to go to a driving range and so you can drive the furthest like that seems cool, but just that's that seemed like it was just a way to to make money off of people. And. And it it, it just and I'm, I'm not I'm not not a boxing fan, but I'm just not a boxing fan. Um, it just seemed like a, a, a spectacle to me.
0: I think that you only get a couple shots at that like uh of milking it that way like if if the tyron woodley jake paul fight turns out to look something like that then i don't know i think it'll lose its um like allure i got scammed into that fight and the reason i didn't like it it was raining on us and the miami stadium was open oh really they left it open well that's how it is i guess there oh gross for corona too um, cause it's like, you know, outdoor, indoor. Kind and what of did
1: they have a thing over the rain? Cause I didn't notice no. I watched the ring.
0: They so they were getting thing, rained on. No, no, they were not getting rained on. So what it was is the arena had like a big square around it. And then the boxing arena is tiny and right. that had its own canopy thing above it.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I mean that, that, that I wouldn't, I would have been pissed off too if I got was getting rained on yeah. um, for the amount of money. I I I don't even know what you spent on seats, but I'm, I'm imagining it's it's it wasn't fifty bucks. Yeah, um, yeah that that way. I I the, I think the difference between the uh, Mayweather Logan Paul and the Woodley Jake Paul thing is even though Tyron is retired from the UFC he's more of a legitimate fighter than uh Logan Paul is. Mm-hmm. I think definitely and I think like even I think they probably sched- scheduled the Mayweather Paul fight before Jake Paul kind of took off. Like if if it had been Jake in there it, it would have I think made a little bit more sense cuz yep. he's been boxing more recently. Better.
0: Yeah, and he's better. Yeah. Um
1: what wh- I thought this what I wish they had done, which I think would have been cool. What I wish they had done for the Mayweather uh McGregor fight was have two have an octagon and a boxing ring and like go back and forth. <laughs> oh but not not God. not 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 Mayweather McGregor in the same fight, but I mean like on the card. Mm. Like have an MMA fight and a boxing match. Oh, have yeah,
0: that's interesting. That would be and a thought, fun card.
1: I thought that would have been fun to watch. Um I think. Whether it's boxing, because, I mean, Mayweather, if even if he only does one or two more, how much more money could you even use? I mean...
0: Yeah, he spends a lot. That's his only thing. He does spend a lot,
1: but that's... I mean, I guess it's possible. Yeah, just on
0: interest, on investments, he could live the rest of his life. Yeah.
1: You would think so. So, he... I mean, he could definitely scam some people a couple more times, and they might not buy that, but there's always going to be something that people are willing to put way too much money towards. So, yeah. And, and it seems like that's where, where it's going. I know. I, and I, I at least watched the replay of Mayweather, Paul. I didn't even, I don't even know who was fighting in the YouTube versus TikTok one, <laughs> nor do I care. Um, oh, Lee, but I mean, why am I getting paid to talk into a microphone? I mean, why the, the fact that anyone cares what I say is, Uh, strange to me um but i'm also not charging what they're charging um and actually my stuff is free but um it uh yeah it's it's a weird thing i'm i'm looking at like i'm way behind on movies and tv but, but like if i was gonna choose to sit down and watch something i'd much rather have a beautiful 100 inch tv a comfortable couch and and watch something on blu-ray or or hbo max versus spending a hundred dollars on yeah a sparring session
0: yeah and you can always watch it on youtube after all the clips and it'd save your money oh right yeah
1: yeah Yeah. oh yeah it's it's always gonna be on there at some point
0: um yeah i agree with you um in that arena i think that's uh i think there's gonna always be an audience for that i've i learned my lesson um, with the spectacle, I was one of those people who were fooled. I'm glad I did it. It was fun, but, um, yeah. yeah. So last, last question I had for you, Lee, and then I'll let you go is, um, you have had so many guests over the years and, uh, you've seen so many different people come through, I think eight years, um, you did the church, maybe even more, uh, potentially. And then you're, you've been doing your own podcast. Exactly. Eight, eight years. Yep. Um, and so, in terms of guests, I'm not saying the funniest, I'm not saying whatever, but who is your favorite guest? It could be at your on your podcast or the church or anything else you've actually been on. Maybe you've even been on the show. Who has been your favorite person uh, to interact with throughout the years?
1: That's a hard question. That's like asking me what my favorite candy bar is, man. Um, I'll go with two and Oh God, man, this is hard. Um, I'm gonna go with four. Okay. And I'll yeah. How many guests have you had
0: over the years that have you dealt with? Hundreds.
1: At least, at least two to three hundred. You would imagine Mm -hmm. because there were doubles. Mm Um. Man, this is so tough. I'll 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 say a few and and I'm sorry I can't give my there's no one favorite. No problem. One of my favorites, one of my favorites that I did not expect to like so much was Henry Rollins. He mm-hmm. was, uh, I had heard about his speaking engagements and I, I, I saw him on Rogan, but he was very, uh, very nice to me mm-hmm. and very generous and very well-spoken. Like, uh, I don't want to use the word brilliant lightly, but he seemed very smart. Um, I loved having him on, um, meaning Ralphie May was hmm. uh, one of my, fa- he was always one of my favorites to come on partially a, because I, I knew I I remember watching him on last comic standing and it was, yep. I was a fan of his and then he was unbelievably kind and generous to me. Hmm. Um. I think a same thing with Gabriel. Uh, I didn't get as close to Gabriel as I got to, to Ralphie, but Gabriel Iglesias was, one of the nicest people because sometimes you meet people in LA and they like they weren't mean to me but like I had a guy in in the comedy store once we were in a parking lot and it was me Joey and a few other comics and this guy came up not even that famous but he shook Joey's hand comic hand comic hand comic hand saw me and then just turned back to the group so like it it wasn't like I guess it was a little rude but it wasn't like mean but like they just they don't really care about you if they feel like they don't know you're like know what you can do for them um but gabriel was was super kind to me um Mm. it was very exciting for me to meet mike tyson Mm. um and he was very nice i i I never saw his fights as a kid but i mean who doesn't know who mike tyson is um interesting and yeah oh god so very interesting and then the the last one i'll put down i guess would be theo vaughn only because he's another unbelievably nice person and and even called me a month or two ago out of the blue Hmm. but he's he has a way of of making me laugh just with the way he speaks right that is very unique and and like i'm leaving so many people out like sam tripoli and steve simone and Mm. all the friends i got to make but i was trying to think of like bigger name more well-known people right uh and and yeah those i think I, i think i said five so i think those are probably the higher five of my of my list
0: that's a solid five. Yeah. Love all of those. I've seen all those podcasts.
1: And of course, Shahan Kashafian oh, on you. Bitcoin is for dummies episode of what was I thinking?
0: That's right. And what's your what's your fun. favorite, um, I guess, business podcast? Is it the on with Jahan podcast?
1: Well, that one's a clear and away front runner for sure. Um, <laughs> thank you for thank you for reminding me of that. Um, uh, I I I I always mention the amish Khan podcast. Thank you. I
0: appreciate um, that.
1: I don't really listen to too many business ones. I need to. Someone, and I don't even frankly know if it's a podcast or not. But I've uh just started watching Dave Ramsey clips. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like I told it said at the beginning, this is why I can't watch documentaries. I other than seeing him on YouTube, I don't know who Dave Ramsey is. I don't know if he does what he says he does. He could be a dude with with a nice studio, and he just sounds confident. Right. And now I want to get into mutual funds and 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 not have a car payment. I don't I don't know if yeah. what he's saying is correct, but he yeah. sounds good when he's saying it. Um, so I, I I mainly stick with the On With Shahan podcast, but dave ramsey seems like an intelligent guy
0: yeah no he's he's he sells premium snake oil um we don't sell that here so. oh does he really he's a snake oil. No, no, i told, I told, not, I told no, you no no, no, no oh, okay good. what okay. he's actually known for is getting people out of debt
1: right that's what i've seen the clips and i keep right. watching him and he he gives advice and it seems like solid advice yeah i I own no stocks, have no investments other than my point one of Bitcoin and one point one of ethereum yeah um so like I don't yeah, please don't give me hate in the comments i don't he seems smart, yeah, so no. i'll I'll go with that,
0: okay. Um, I will take that.
1: Um, so, Lee, not how- as smart as, not as smart as Shahan, though. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Lee. And Lee's, and you know what's an even better podcast? You know, some would say thousand different, not, again, not better, different uh, is uh, Lee's two podcasts. Lee, do you want to make a plug for your, both of your podcasts and how people can follow you?
1: Absolutely. Well, my name is Lee Syatt, L-E-E-S-Y-A-T-T Um that on all social media. Uh, so, please follow me there. And if you, Uh, go to any of the bios that has a link tree with all of my links to everything that I do. But my two podcasts are one is called What Was I Thinking? And that one is the one that you can listen to Shahan uh, really explain Bitcoin for um, my like kindergarten brain level uh, (laughs) version of Bitcoin. And to be honest, my brain still hurt for a couple (laughs) of days after that call. So I might be I might need him to come back and do it at at a preschool level. Um, but I have uh, co- comedians on there. Other, uh, I've had people who are criminals on there. It's just my, my, my normal, uh, no real theme, uh, comedy-based podcast. But I also talk about real life stuff. Mm. It's kind of like an audio diary. Um, and the other podcast that I recently started this year is called The Wasteline Podcast. And you might be th- wondering if I'm ripping off the Loveline podcast, and I am a hundred percent ripping them off. <laughs> so I um I in December of twenty twenty started losing weight, and literally uh, three days two days ago hit the hundred pounds down. So uh, if you're listening to this, thank you very much. Um, if you're listening to this later, it took me about seven and a half months, wow. and uh, about three to four months ago, I started the waistline, and um am just uh, taking you along with me on my uh, weight loss, and then also, I interview every week. I either interview uh, doctors, dietitians, or I am. What I do mostly is what I stole from Loveline, and I I, I take a call with someone who is either losing weight, has lost the weight, wants mm-hmm. to lose weight, and I just uh, we talk about it. And then what my hope is to help make losing weight uh, less intimidating uh, for some people because I started and stomped a million times yep. over the years. Like I, I was the king of start a diet Monday morning, screw up Monday at lunch. And then, I, well, I guess I'll start next Monday now because mm-hmm. the whole week's ruined. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I got up to 336 pounds. I'm 235 right now. Amazing, and I uh by this time next year, I'd like to be as close to one hundred and fifty as possible.
0: And that's gonna happen. Bitcoin's gonna be at a hundred k. Well, seven. No, let,
1: let's go with seventy-eight. I want to win. <laughs> well, I want to go to Dubai. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. January second, <laughs> January second. Because yeah. oh yeah, actually, quick question. Yeah. Just to clarify our bet, you oh well, I guess. Do, do
0: they know where you're moving or when you're moving uh, they don't know um, should I reveal it now no just you guys can guess where I'm moving How okay about that? guess
1: where you're moving but I I want to make sure let me just put it this way then I would like to be sure that we know what the time zone is because I don't want I don't want it to hit a midnight on the east Coast and then, west coast or a- asia i don't know what the time zones are but i, I want to make sure that that we're not like oh well in this time zone it was right. still 2021 so what time zone are we talking that's about a- here?
0: okay that's a good point that's a good point and um i i'll propose eastern time zone
1: eastern time zone so at 1201 a.m yes uh, i guess at 12 a.m and it will be under 99,999. dollars, And yeah, no rounding no rounding in and that and case
0: up. I would win, right? No. Oh god.
1: god, you know you're right. So it has to be under what? It has to be under What's the split 87 between? and a half?
0: Yeah, some, something around that range. Uh it's whoever's closer at Eastern Standard Time. So it's December 31st. Yeah.
1: Um
0: at I midnight. Guess, yeah, at midnight. Well, January 1st um, technically. Yeah. Yeah, so you have to buy steak dinner, and the other person gets a kiss right at midnight when the clock strikes starts. Sean, I'll kiss <laughs> you. I'll kiss you whether I win or lose, Sean. You're 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 tall. Our kids will be normal heights. <laughs> they might be, yeah, and they'll yeah. have so much hair everywhere.
1: Yeah, so. oh, just so much. And and I apologize to your beautiful wife. She'll, yeah. I'm 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 not trying to steal your man. He was the one who brought up the kiss
0: yeah well you know blame
1: blame shahan and he didn't push back
0: for the record courtney so no 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 no, no.
1: i am i'm into it look at that beautiful face
0: (laughs) thank you lee lee you are the absolute best uh thank you so much for joining the podcast make sure to follow lee um he has great two podcasts you should follow follow him on all the social feeds as well lee thank you very much sean